0: The Talking Football podcast is sponsored by Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TALKINFITBOT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code TALKINFITBOT. Your balls will thank you. And welcome to episode 77 of the Talking Football Podcast. My name's Derek Clark and each week I try and bring you a top-class interview with some of the biggest characters involved in the game. In this episode, I chat to the very first translator we've had on the podcast and he's not just any translator as well. If you remember the build-up to the Rangers and Braga Europa League game last season, then you'll no doubt recall the flamboyant Manic Manny who translated for Steven Gerrard and Alan McGregor manic chats about his life as a translator his football career his amazing fashion sense and just what he makes of the love he's received from the ranger supporters so sit back and enjoy the latest episodes of the talking football podcast Welcome to another edition of the Talking Football Podcast. I'm delighted to say we're joined on the line by the coolest translator on the planet, Manic Mani. Manic, thanks very much for, for joining us. Thank you very
1: much for your invitation, Derek. It's all my pleasure to be here in this famous podcast with a tremendous spokesman. And obviously, he's wearing a wonderful top today. So, <laughs> levels. Certified by Triple M. This is levels.
0: Yeah, likewise. I like your... Your Scottish rugby jersey you've got on there, man. You're a man of style, that's for sure.
1: I need to represent. You already know, obviously. Come on.
0: <laughs> Before we begin, obviously, just a, a wee word for our sponsors. The great guys at Manscaped have uh, sent over this amazing package. It's obviously vital that you look after your balls, folks. So they've sent us this uh, lovely razor. You've got ball deodorant, ball toner, you name it. All the gears in there. Um, So manscaped.com, get yourselves on there. Uh, use the discount code TALKINGFITBA to get 20% off. It's absolutely sensational stuff. And, Manic, you look like a guy that takes your appearance seriously. It's important to look after the inside and the outside as well.
1: I truly recommend to other people watching it, even if you're in Portugal, Scotland, England, whatever, you should use it, obviously, experienced, and certified. So go for it.
0: Absolutely. Right, Manic, let's talk about um, your career then. You sort of exploded... Uh, Especially on social media and all across the planet, when you um, translated for Steven Gerrard and, and Alan McGregor for that Braga game back I uh, got a good few months ago now. In terms yeah. of yourself, uh, Manic, can you get a bit of background about you? Did you always want to be a translator when you when you were growing up?
1: No, no. Obviously, I wanted to play football like many, many, many kids in, in the UK and in the world. Football was my main ambition, and then at a the time. And the time was was going. Obviously, I was studying in college, school, and yes, after when I was 19, I was not seeing things flourishing. So I decided to go to uni, and this is what I was doing. On the first year, I was still playing football, but then I dropped, and I started to be focusing in translation.
0: Yeah, but, so you're playing football as a youngster. Um, yes, you wanted to be a, be a footballer. Did did you reach a, a decent level?
1: I mean. Whilst I was youngster, I did play for an academy, a famous one in Portugal. Yeah. It's called Vitoria.
0: Yeah.
1: And I played for a good local team. And then I went to France. In France, I also played for a good team over there. And then 17, I mean, 10 years ago, 10 yeah. years ago, I came to the UK. I was 16, nearly 17. I came to the UK. And yeah, I was still playing in Nottingham. This is my main British city, Nottingham. is where I spend most of the time. And yes, after after two years, I went to university, and when I stopped to when I started to attend lessons, this is when I stopped playing football.
0: Yeah, and so the the, the translating stuff. Then, when you moved to Nottingham, is that when you go to university in Nottingham?
1: No, no. Translation started uh, basically. I had uh, my friends in Nottingham; they were the ones who advised me to follow translation. They said man you speak different languages why don't you do translation i didn't know what to do because i was on that stage that i wanted to to play football but i didn't know if it was worth it to keep playing semi-pro level so yeah my my friends and teachers in in college they, they played a major role for me to start doing translation because it was not firstly my decision and then at that time was the easiest way for me to to enter university yeah because I was studying sociology uh, business level three but if I do the languages exam all of them would be easier for me to go into university and this is what I did choose also I was in that stage that Manchester had a lot of professional teams and semi-pro teams so I said okay who knows is the best option for me I go to Manchester and I have more teams because you're not in Nottingham, you don't have many teams. You have Nottingham Forest, yeah. Natskari, and that's much about it. You have a Town just as in your pros. Whilst in Manchester, you have ne- nearly 10 professional clubs. So I said to myself, if I go study in Manchester, who knows, I can have more opportunities with the guys' football. And so, yeah, those are the two main points that made me go to the Northeast.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you have any offers from, from uh, any clubs that you had to think about?
1: I did I did train with some good professional uh, semi-pro clubs. I did train with United FC. Yeah. I did yeah. train with Ashton as well, Cousin Ashton. I was training with them, but things didn't quite work out. Like They want me to, one of them wanted me to make a reserves team, and then I was on the first team, and then, yes, it was not actually the thing. A new season started, I was playing for Main Road. Main Road is yeah. a good of club. But then I went to my year abroad, my third year of uni. In 2015, I'm getting old, this is why I'm... <laughs> In 2015, I went to my year abroad. And then, yeah, I stopped to play football.
0: Yeah. So, you said that your friend said you should become a translator. How? When did you start learning different languages? Was it from a, an early age?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. For me to be at this level nowadays, I had to start it very early for instance Portuguese, my full language of course is my first language
0: yeah
1: at home my my parents they speak an African language called criollo yeah um I used to go to Spain many often, like from two thousand four to two thousand nine I went to Spain uh five times, yeah. So, Spain was my first foreign language that I actually uh, became fluent. And then, yes, I had French in school and English, but it was basics. Yeah. My, then, 2009, I went to France. I lived there for one year in France. I was 14, 15, 15, yeah, 15 and France was, yeah, was a wonderful country for me. I learned the culture and the language, and after one year, of course, I, I went to I come to, I came to the UK to Nottingham, boosted by my wish to play football in the UK because obviously it has a lot of popularity. I said, so why not? I had my older sister living here. She was studying and living in England. Yeah. So I said, why not let me throw an opportunity and let, let's just go there and see what happens. Yeah. This
0: Fantastic. is
1: how I learned French, English, and Spanish.
0: Well, wow. did, yeah. did did you pick up language? Did you pick up languages quite easy then, or was it difficult? Because I know uh, when I was at school, we done uh, we just done French, and uh, me and my friends weren't very were not very we very good. But was it just something you found quite easy to pick up?
1: Um, I don't think so. People say, but honestly, I don't think so. Just normal. The thing is, if you travel a lot, it helps. Yeah, traveling is a massive help. So it's 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 a different, If you don't travel. If you travel, it's, it's different. Obviously, you need to love. You need to love the languages, industry. And I love languages. So for me, it's a pleasure to go to different parts of the country, speak to people, interacting, having classmates from different parts of the world. All of that for me, it's a pleasure. And obviously, if you engage yourself, you learn. And all of a sudden, when you realize and start thinking, oh, I'm already fluent, it's because you did engage, you did emerge into the culture.
0: Absolutely. So, obviously, uh, doing the translating, and when it comes to the football, must have been a a dream, a dream job for you. Well,
1: it's not a dream job. I like. I quite like it. I nearly don't feel like uh, I'm working. I like it, but it's not a dream job. I like it. Yeah, I could say, but it's not like a dream job.
0: Yeah. Before we seen you translating for uh, Steven Gerrard and on that game against Braga, were were you translating other games, uh, other managers?
1: Yeah, I did translate for other European games. I did yeah. translate for uh, Portuguese managers, such as Abel Ferreira, yeah. uh, Sapinto, and one that you must certainly know is Nuno Espirito Santo.
0: Ah, oh, yes. <laughs>
1: manager, yeah. I did translate for those managers. Those are the highest managers that I did translate yeah. before Steven Gerrard.
0: These managers, do they speak to you, Manic um, when, when you're translating? Do they have a word with you afterwards or, or before?
1: Uh, Abel, yeah, he did. He did. I did speak to him a little bit, Abel. Um, because obviously he was a, football, a previous football player, and I tend to share what I think about their career. So I yeah. spoke a little bit with Abel, Sarpinto as well, and Nuno. I didn't speak much with Nuno. Nuno, yeah. I didn't speak much. The others, yeah, just amazing conversations, nothing, nothing much, nothing too deep.
0: Yeah. So, uh, when you obviously translated for Rangers, could you imagine the reaction that you would you would get once you'd done that? Because it's sort of exploded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, it's actually unbelievable. It's now six, seven months after, and yesterday on Twitter, I see fans still upgrading my my picture as their profile picture for me. It's it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful pleasure. I would never expect to be remembered. Uh, six, seven months after, yeah. for me, okay, that buzz would be just two, three weeks after, and uh, and afterwards, no, remember me. And we are approaching November, and I still receive messages from the fans, direct messages. They message on Twitter, and like I said, yesterday I've seen f- new fans uh uplo- uploading my my picture. For me, this is a truly, truly, truly blessing, and this is why I love learners, and of course, the best fans in the world, my miles.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely fantastic. And obviously, they, they were impressed by your, your colorful uh, attire, the jumper that you wore, and what have you, Manic. I mean, it's legendary. What's the inspiration behind your, your fashion sense?
1: Uh, for me, I try to be unique, basically. I am unique. I don't, I don't follow trends. I just wear whatever I like. And yes, for instance, I can give with family socks, I may wear a gray and blue socks. And the man and my friends will say, why, why, why would you do that? And I think to myself, why, why do I have to do two black socks if I can wear a blue and a grey, for instance? You just have to be productive. You just have to be yourself. If you feel like wearing, do it.
0: That's wise words to say. Did did Steven Gerrard or Al McGregor uh, uh, speak to you at the the, the uh, press conference at all in your in your fashion sense? Did they want you to know where you bought your jumper from or anything like that?
1: Honestly, whilst I'm working, I'm very focused. Yeah. So I don't really pay attention to this. If there are 10, 15, 20 journalists, whatever people are saying, I'm very, very focused. I don't even know. I don't care if it's Steven Gerrard, if it's Derek, yeah. if it's Nuno or whatever. I'm very professional. So only when I get home and I realize things. So for me, it's, it's a pleasure to hear all these compliments, but I didn't. I didn't attention to to these kind of details and I didn't speak to them in particular about my fashion yeah. sense. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. Didn't. I mean, you mentioned there that it must be quite overwhelming that the Rangers fans have sort of taken you to your hearts and they hold you in, in such high regard. Have you sort of adopted Rangers as uh, maybe your second team now, Manic?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Rangers. I'm a Rangers fan right now, obviously. Rangers <laughs> is my team. I follow their games, I watch their games and Rangers is my team already. And we're experiencing a tremendous moment right now. Terrific form from, from Rangers. Like what a time to be a
0: Rangers fan. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. Do you no. watch Do you watch the games then, man? Do you keep up to date with the, the games and things?
1: Yeah, I've been watching. Obviously, I watched the Old Firm derby. Yeah. Was the first one as a proper Ranger fan, and was <laughs> great to so have this emphatic win at Smeltic Park. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know why you are laughing. Can you please tell me why you are laughing? <laughs> I'm confused. Tell me why you're laughing.
0: No, 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 no. I, I, I'll, I'll accept that. That's uh, that's what, one of the names it's it's known as from Rangers fans. There's a lot of nicknames they call um, Celtic Park.
1: Oh, okay. I call it Smeltic. Smeltic Park. Smeltic. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is my name. Yeah, uh, this is how I call them. Yeah, Smeltic. You can also start calling them Smeltic. It's it's fashion. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Smeltic.
0: <laughs> did you watch? Um, oh, you must have watched the, the goal during the week against Standardly. Edge the Kimar Roof's goal. What did, what did you make yes,
1: of it? I, f- I think my neighbour must have some headaches because the were was shouting when I see this goal. It was unbelievable. I was not expecting any. Sir. It was a terrific strike.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was something else. And um, of course, Rangers have had some uh, a number of Portuguese players that have played for them. Um, down the years. Um, is there any, any favourites? I mean, they ha- I think they had uh, Nuno Capuccio, Bruno Alves uh, quite recently as well, and they had uh, Pedro Cacinha, of course, was was the manager, uh, <coughs> the manager. Uh, recently as well. Um, but, um, well,
1: today was three years ago since uh, Paulo Cacchino, uh, Pedro Cacinha yeah. was sacked. Just remember yeah. his name. But yeah, <coughs> Nuno Capuccio actually is, is one of my uh, favourite players because uh, he's a winger yeah he's a Portuguese traditional winger, and this and this was my position back in the days. I used to play as a winger, and Capucho was my type of play like He goes, gets the ball, goes down the wing, and then crosses this yeah. is this was my style, so I always loved Nuno capucho and I remember that on his final stage of of his career, he came to Rangers. uh other than that i I quite liked Ra mendes
0: yeah,
1: and Good. we are neighbors in Portugal yeah. we are neighbors in Portugal we live in the same city. And recently, Bruno Alves, of course, a legend. He won the Euros with Portugal. He's nearly 40, played a high level in Italy. We had as well, Kandéas.
0: Kandéas, Daniel candeias yeah. He's in Turkey now. candeias
1: Dalcio, Dalcio Gomes as
0: well. Dalcio, yeah.
1: Uh, I think those are the, are the Portuguese players that played for
0: Rangers. Yeah. yeah, they've the had. And of
1: course, I, I should mention that one of my friends from Nottingham, he played for, played for Rangers, Joe Dudu.
0: Oh, Joe Dudu, did
1: he? Yeah. Yeah, I know you from time in Nottingham, yeah.
0: Ah, good. What's, what's he doing now? Because I, I don't know if he has... Does he have a club just now? Because he was at Bolton, but he left in the summer, I think.
1: Yeah, he's not in Turkey. He's not in Turkey. Was he
0: in Turkey now? Wow. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a shame that Rangers didn't enjoy the best of Joe Dudu. He did show, but Steven Gerrard didn't give him much opportunity. And it's a sad for me, because I know, and 100% sure that, if you had the right chances, you could see much more from Joe Dudu. Don't forget his past. He was captain for Leicester Academy.
0: Yeah.
1: He, played, he, played, he played Premier League football when they won the league. He was a huge pro- prospect.
0: Yeah.
1: Ghana International, Youth International for England as well. I think Rangers did miss out on Joe Dudu.
0: Yeah, I tell you what, he scored some crackers for Rangers as well. I remember scoring them a, a volley against... He Park scored league. two, a
1: brace. He scored a brace. Yeah. He scored a brace in a wonderful, yeah. Terrific moment.
0: Yeah, he's a yeah. Good team player. That's hope it works out for him at Turkey. But yeah, he looked impressive. We never had much of a chance, like you say, at Rangers, which is a shame, really.
1: Yeah, it's a shame because Joe Duda actually couldn't make it for Rangers. But it's um, Yeah, he's my friend, yeah.
0: Yeah, wow, incredible stuff. Fantastic. Um, I was going to ask as well what's your team in Portugal? Who, who's your, your, your favourite team?
1: My favourite team is Sporting Clube
0: Portugal are Sporting the same yeah. colours as Celtic, right? No, no,
1: no, 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 no. Different, like, different values, different yeah. norms. We are a great team. We did the only team in the world who produced two Ballon d'Ors, Luis Figo and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. So nothing to do with Celtic, nothing. with it's <laughs> sorry. Nothing to do with Celtic. Sporting is a different level, different atmosphere, different
0: everything. Yeah, oh, absolutely, a- absolutely. Um, so, I yeah. mean, have you... Have you Obviously, we can't move about as much at uh, the moment, Manic. but did you plan to maybe get to Ibrox one day to, to to watch the team in action when we can actually go and watch the game again?
1: Of course, I plan more than just to get to Ibrox. Uh, for, first of all, the only reason why I've not been down to Glasgow is because of the lockdown. Yeah. The, lo- the lockdown, the restrictions and the measures uh, doesn't make it uh, comfortable for people to go and watch uh, football. Uh, the ground, uh, definitely. I, I'm expecting to this moment to happen in 2021, and uh, recently, and it's part of my wish as well to cooperate again with Rangers for a League matches. Yeah. So who yeah. knows if I'm not going to be in, I- in Ibrox soon, translated for the famous Glasgow Rangers. Who knows?
0: Yeah, of course they're, they're, playing, they're playing. Benfica uh, coming up, but. Uh, it would be great to have you back uh, back translating. Have you had any word from the club or anything like that at all? Uh,
1: from the club, not yet. I've just received many messages from the fans. Yeah. Uh, I've received mentions on Twitter. They send me messages on Twitter, direct message. Uh, so far, I've not managed to establish a contact with Rangers. It's going to be hard, especially for the game in Portugal. In Scotland, I believe I can translate for Rangers. But in Benfica, in Portugal... Uh, I don't think so, but I'll try my best because who knows, but I don't have a direct contact with Menfica. That's why the chances for me to translate um, in Lisbon are very small, but I'll try to create a surprise for, for the fans.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed. I, I think I speak for every Rangers fan in saying that I think they would love you back translating again. Um, they'd certainly love you back up there on, on that press conference table.
1: It's mutual. I will also love to translate again for Rangers, Steven Chavad, Alan McGregor, yeah, and all the others.
0: Yeah. Um, I see when you translated for that Rangers drag again, Manic, um, you got a lot of, not just the, obviously the, the Rangers fans, but a lo- there's a lot of radio stations and what have you tried to, a lot of media publicity after that.
1: Yeah, the, the, f- the most famous and the oldest station in Portugal did invite me to go there live. <laughs> Which for me, it's an uh, incredible pride because it's already that I always listen uh, since, I'm, since I was a kid and also in my native native country, in Guinea-Bissau, my parents, they always listen to Radio Renascença, and for me to be invited to be present live for podcast, it was beyond happiness. Happiness was actually tremendous and it was a moment that I'll never forget.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely absolutely and then uh, you mentioned that you obviously I asked you about your your dream job you said was isn't your dream job or is your your dream job
1: no no my dream job yes of course is is to be a successful translator yeah i want to be interpreting at top meetings not just football international relations politics This is these are my goals right now
0: Absolutely, and your your friends and family. What what do they make of all the the attention uh, that, that you're getting after after that game? What do they say to you?
1: I I've had many many reactions. Uh, first first of all, my friends, most of them are proud of of my achievements. Uh, my parents as well. Some friends they already expected me to be doing well, because they know how much I've been working hard during this years past. It's not easy it doesn't it doesn't suffice to just speak languages and you can do it there's an awful a lot of elements behind it yeah. a lot of hustle a lot of grind so yes like all this uh effort it has been paying off it has been paying off yeah uh what else i want to say What was the question that you, can you please again
0: yeah in terms of friends and family the reaction what do they make of all the, the media oh
1: the reaction yeah and also i had love people that I don't know, uh, give you motivation, emotive words. This is what surprised me the most because I would never expect people that I don't know, people who never see me, they give me compliments and they wanted to, to see you doing well. And obviously, it's a wonderful feeling for you because you feel that you are respected. And this is truly, truly, truly proud.
0: Absolutely. Is there anybody that you would, you would love to translate for? Is there any sort of figure, maybe not even in the football world, in the political world, that you would love to translate for?
1: I like AOC from United States. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I like AOC. Uh, I like Barack Obama. Yeah. Um, who else? I don't like Macron. I don't like Barry Johnson. <laughs> no. I would love to translate for Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. For instance, he was in Portugal, and I would love to translate Lewis Hamilton. Obviously, football, uh, Ronaldo, Messi. Yeah. Yeah, I like to be at these kind of stages. I need to work hard, of course.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, we wish you all the best going forward, Manic. It's been absolutely sensational having you on. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you very much for me. It's a wonderful pleasure because, like I said, it has been six, seven months since I translated. My last international translation was six, seven months ago and I still receive a lot of appreciation, many messages, mentions on Twitter, and all of that for me is grateful and I truly appreciate you from the bottom of my heart.
0: Top man. Before we let you go, man, again, the Rangers this season, you said that they obviously started the season really well. Do you think they can win, win the league this year? Of
1: course, <laughs> of course. You can you can write off Rangers, Rangers, <laughs> Scottish Premier League 2020, 2021. Next year we're gonna be back on, on Champions League where we deserve to be. Yeah, simple oh. as that. And I'm inviting you, Derek, to come. Come come to iBrox. Forget about smeltic pad, you know. Yeah, kind of <laughs> come to iBrox and you're gonna see you
0: going to see how to party. Absolutely. Top man. Well, cheers for that, Manik. Thank you. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon, hopefully. That was episode 77 of the Talking Football podcast with Manic Manny as ever. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, if you want to listen to any previous shows, you can catch them all on pretty much all podcast platforms. You can also watch the videos on Facebook. Be also sure to check out and subscribe to the Talking Fitball website. It's talkingfitball.co.uk where you'll find a whole load of great content on there. You can also follow us on Twitter. We're at Talking underscore Join me again later in the week for an absolutely brilliant interview with the much-traveled striker Armand Oni. You don't want to miss this one, I can assure you of that. But until then, as ever, keep socially distant, stay safe, and bye for now.